0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: This episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. July is underway and it's a great month for sports. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. With the NBA Finals ending and Major League Baseball heading into the second half of the season, there's plenty of betting action to get involved in. If you're a football better, there's tons of futures and props you can wager on as well. Bet online has the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head over to BetOnline.ag or use the mobile app and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. What up, TCK Podders? Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Sky Guasco. This is another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, aka TCK Pod. We've got two special guests today. My man, Jordan Delavalle and Kyle Dozier is coming back for another mock draft. We had so much fun with those two guys the last two mock drafts. Brought them back for another. We also, of course, have a live mock draft room happening right now, so we do have those folks in standby also, and we're going to get in right away, but I do want to give shouts out to the sponsors before we get going. I want to give some loves and shouts out, of course. Let's we'll start with the Jersey Jungle. Use the promo code TCK, get 10% off of your jerseys at the Jersey Jungle. You got football, baseball, basketball, Hockey as well, international sports, home and away, custom throwbacks, whatever you're looking for. My man Trenton at Jersey Jungle has it for you. DM them on Instagram at the Jersey Jungle and use the promo code TCK for 10 to 15% off of your jerseys. Next up, I want to hit up Red Zone Draft Boards. Draft with Red Zone. TZK for 10% off of this. For those of you getting live drafts back in your life, I am going to be doing that in my home league this year. I'm very excited. We've been doing it about 12 years in a row. Took last year off, of course. We're back at it. I'm very excited to get our live draft back in order. We have Red Zone draft boards here. They have the draft board, the stickers. They have smack talk boards. They have uh, all your rings and necklaces as well for trophies too. So hit up Red Zone draft board, draftwithredzone.com. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off. And finally, we'll give a shout out to Bomb Banana Hot Sauce, banana-based hot sauce, not banana-flavored. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off of your order. Seekthespice.com. You can put this hot sauce on anything. They have the white bottle, which is mild, and the red bottle. The Mui Mui, you know that Bobby and I love it. It's red and spicy. Bobby did a taste test, I believe, last week uh, with our boy Fantasy Advocate on there. So we're having a little fun with that. Those are our sponsors. Once again, shouts out Jersey Jungle, Red Zone Draft Boards, and Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. All right, boys, without any further ado, let's bring in our friends for today. I want to sh- shout out my man Kyle Dozer of Boom Bust Fantasy Football back again. We teamed up last week for an incredible mock draft in the uh, running back division, and then we had Jordan Della Valley, of course, coming on for the uh, Scott Fishbowl style a couple weeks ago which was wild, crazy settings. I finally finished my Scott, my Scott Fishbowl draft. It only took two and a half weeks. Not bad. Um, I I actually see a a handful of people on Twitter are kind of, I I finished mine. I feel like five or six days ago. Like I feel pretty good. People are still rolling out. Like here's my final draft order. How do you feel about it? Like they're still in. So it's a good three week plus. And I'm sure there's going to be some that roll out to a month. It's a slow draft, 22 picks, best ball, Scott Fish. So, shouts out, Scott Fish. Of course, honored to be in the league for charity. Uh, almost 2,000 people and entered this and um, happy to be a part of it. So, Jordan, Kyle, how are you guys feeling? And are you ready to get into a tight end strategy mock draft? You guys say what's up real quick and let me know your general tight end strategy usually. Jordan, uh, start with, Kyle, we can start with you. Go ahead, bud.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, good to be back. Thanks for having me back. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week. I tend to, tend to lean a little tight end early. So that's going to be my strategy today as we kind of go through this bad boy.
1: Excellent. Jordan, how about you, Ben?
2: Yeah, I'm uh, pretty similar. Uh, I do like having the positional advantage at tight end, like Kittle, Waller, uh, Kelsey. Um, But when I do miss on those, I tend to uh, skip past any of the mid rounds, and then I'll uh, wait and wait until I get to the, the very late round
1: tight ends. Excellent. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, it's kind of a cop-out, I understand, but I'm kind of down for, you know, I'm kind of down for whatever falls to me. I'm down for early rounds. I love having Kelsey and having that edge, obviously, with Waller Kittle this year. I'm also good with the middle, and for this purpose of this mock draft, I'm going to take the middle slot. I'm okay with uh, with uh, Andrews, Hawkinson. I, maybe not popular opinion amongst the uh, fantasy squad, I'm not picking Kyle R- pits and redraft this year love them in dynasty obviously but in redraft it's not my style um but i'm down with the middle slot even a, a tyler higby or a dallas goddard somebody that falls in that area i'm okay with it they're not travis kelsey um but they're also not the boom bust guys at the very end of the draft um which i've been lucky on a couple times but it's it's a
0: little bit more difficult you know what i mean i see what you did there with the boom bust guys. <laughs> you like that?
1: Okay. We do have we do have the uh live stream. I want to make sure everybody can see that on the screen. We can. We're good to go here, and we're gonna jump right into this. Once again, here we are doing a mock draft. This is tight end strategies. I'm joined by Jordan Delavalle and Kyle Dozer of Boom Bust Fantasy Football. We have almost a full room tonight, boys. And um we caught we another have, one there while uh, during the intro excellent excellent so yeah we got a full house with this mock draft uh we're using sleeper they are not yet a sponsor wink wink but um, mm-hmm. it would be excellent uh, if they were to jump on board but nonetheless I like it for uh, mock drafts nice and easy easy to use and once again um just to be clear uh Kyle oh, let's see Kyle is doing or Kyle you're doing early 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 tight end yeah early tight end Jordan is doing late and I'm doing the middle slot, so we are purposely drafting that way on purpose uh, for these mock drafts as we did with the uh, Scott Fishbowl mock and running backs. All right, boys, let's jump right into this then. I'm going to get this draft board started. Uh, I'm going to shout out a couple of our homies in here. We got one minute on the board, so be ready to go. Lucas is number one. I'm number two, clearly, uh, with my strategy of going middle. I'm not going tight end early, and I wouldn't go at number two anyway. Got to take my man D Cook here get this moving uh show back in the place appreciate him uh saquon barkley jonathan taylor go off as well sandman 25 clear seahawks fan here on the clock now jordan you're up next man um take us through uh your strategy you guys are actually back to back which is gonna be interesting through this mock so jordan you're up first and then kyle
2: yeah, so uh, because I am going late tight end, I'm obviously not going to be taking a tight end here. I, I do think that the 1-7 is a, is a bit early to be taking Kelsey. I've seen some people do it uh, in redraft, but I think the 1-7 a little early. Um, given that we're in PPR here, um, still looking for one of these top running backs. I was hoping Zeke would make it back to me, um, but I'm actually going to go Henry. I don't like him as much in PPR. Obviously, we due to the lack of targets and the offense that he's in. Uh, But being able to have Henry uh, coming off a 2,000-plus yard season Mm -hmm. at the 7,
0: I'll take it. Kyle, you're up, buddy. What are you thinking? Yeah, and now I'm up, and I agree. Even 1.8, I think, even though I love early tight end, that's too early for Kelsey. Uh, So my goal is to grab Killer Waller at my second pick. So for here, we're going to take Tyreek Hill. We're going to take the top receiver off the board. There you go. And, of course, this is with the uh, with the Rodgers
1: issue. If Aaron Rodgers is 100% in, are you still taking Tyreek Hill over Adams? Yes. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. Jordan, how about you? Uh,
2: if I knew Rodgers was in, I'll, I'll go to Devontae Adams. I just think he's uh, really the only – not only, Tunyon's there, but uh, the best receiving options for Rodgers. And a Hall of Fame quarterback like that, I'll take his number one receiving option
1: got it. Cool. We got the Kamish crew on the clock right now and then we have uh, Fletsky coming up next, Burner of Stone and Curly on the turn coming back here. Okay, so so far I've got Dalvin Cook, Jordan has Derrick Henry, Kyle you went with Tyreek Hill. So Kyle, you're going to be looking for a tight end here of Kittle and Waller, who are you hoping falls your way?
0: I'm hoping for Kittle. Uh I'm a big Kittle fan. Um, I know a lot of people this year have Waller actually ranked over him mm-hmm. and stuff, but uh, I, I just – I love – it's more of a personal preference for me because I prefer to watch him play over Waller too. Right. But, uh, I mean, the dude's just a beast when he's healthy. He's ridiculous. So, uh, that's absolutely who I'm hoping falls to me here. Got it. There went, there went Kelsey, actually. Yep. Yep.
1: So, Kamish goes Chubb. Kelsey goes to Fletsky. And Burner of Stone and curly are on the clock here. Um, Now, in the unlikely scenario in the early second round, but just in case, if both of those guys actually were to go, um, Kyle, who is your four behind the big three? Uh,
0: That's going to be Hawkinson is going to be number four. Okay.
1: Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams go off the board here. And Curly is back on the clock for another one. Again, this is PPR, redraft, single quarterback.
0: My thing cut out for a second. Did that happen? Oh, you're
1: okay. Yeah, okay. You're,
0: you're, you're okay.
1: Uh, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Austin Eckler. Man, I'm loving the uh, – with Devontae Adams falling, first of all, I still think Aaron Jones plays for the Packers at least to start the season. And with Devontae Adams falling, Kelsey in the mix now, running backs going crazy, Curly's team here on the mock, Devontae Adams and Austin Eckler – uh, to start his draft is pretty sweet in my opinion, especially in PPR. I mean, if you know anything happens with Alvin Kamara or CMC, there's a you know there's a legitimate chance Austin Eckler leads running backs in receptions. Um, we know he's not necessarily a beast on the ground. He's never actually had over 140 yards on the ground, but he's a game wrecker if he can stay healthy. So that's a great turn there. All right. Burner of stone on with 15 seconds left. Then Kyle, you're going to be up in Jordan again. Stefan Diggs goes off the clock. Fletzky here. And let's see acres and Metcalf and Kyle, you're back up and Jordan right after him.
0: I'm back up. And here goes George Kittle. Just like we said,
1: (laughs) (laughs) there you go. George get off the board. Jordan, you're up, buddy.
2: Yep. Uh, so here I'm debating between a second running back, uh, maybe Joe Mixon, maybe Najee Harris, um, or going with my wide receiver, one of DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Mixon. I think if he and uh, Burrow are both able to stay healthy, Uh, adding Jamar Chase, T. Higgins last year had a great rookie year. So I think that offense is going to be, you know, pretty prolific this year and uh, a lot of opportunities in the, red zone
1: and and near the the goal line for Joe Mixon. Yep. Yep. I agree. And, uh, I'm a big fan of Joe Mixon as well. I saw your, uh, I saw your tweet this morning, Jordan of (laughs) David Montgomery or Joe Mixon and and I I, saw the Joe Mixon hype. I'm with you there. Um, Kittle Mixon, Darren Waller goes right after that. So I don't have a choice of the big three. I'm on the clock now. New Copkins, uh, JK Dobbins and Najee Harris go there. So I am on the clock. I have Dalvin cook already. Let me see. I got two picks kind of right away here. Love me some wide receivers. Um, How many running backs doing? I love Antonio Gibson. Go CEH. Not a big fan of Swift, Jacob, Sanders, Carson I can wait on. I'm actually going to wait. I think I'm going to double up on wide receivers here. So A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Calvin Ridley. I think I'm going to take the bona fide number one and actually go uh, Justin Jefferson. Let's see. Over. Nope. I'm going to go Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is my number two. Should have uh, 150 targets if he can stay healthy. I like that. Justin Jefferson's a beast, but Adam Thielen is still around, folks. He had yeah. 13 touchdowns in the red zone last year, 14 overall. He was hurt for a majority of the season. Uh, when he wasn't missing games, he was still hurt, and he still put up 14 touchdowns. Justin Jefferson is the truth, but Adam Thielen is still around. So Justin Jefferson in the second is a bit rich for me. Coming back around here, Uh, A.J. Brown just went and Antonio Gibson. I'm actually going to pass up Justin Jefferson again, and I'm looking at Michael Thomas or Keenan Allen. And I guess I think the public might think Keenan Allen the third might be a little early, but I'm not going to get him coming back in the fourth round uh, with all these picks to go here. I like Michael Thomas, but I'm still a little concerned about the Saints. Not concerned. I'm just nobody knows what's going on in New Orleans, and he had a bum season last year, so will he bounce back? I am going to go with my boy Keenan Allen here. So I've got Dalvin Cook, uh, Calvin Ridley, and Keenan Allen, Lepiscopo back on the clock. A couple more picks, and then it'll be Jordan and Kyle back-to-back. Back. Uh, Jordan, you have two solid running backs so far. Looks like you're going to have the pick of the litter of the rest of the uh, wide receivers. Um, you do. Michael Thomas goes off, but you have the rest. What are you feeling here at number seven in the third round?
2: Yeah, this is an easy pick for me, seeing who fell. Uh, I am not as, as high on, on Adam Thielen. as I, I don't think he's a factor as much as he was in this offense that he was last year. Uh, I don't think he repeats that, tight, that touchdown production that he had last year. Um, and so I'll, I'll happily take Jeff- Jefferson. I probably would have taken him actually uh, closer to the early in the third. I'm surprised mm. he fell this far.
1: Okay, so maybe where I was. So would you have taken Jefferson over Keenan Allen then?
2: um no i'm gonna We're take up. out i would take allen over uh jefferson i would take both ridley and allen over jefferson but i would have taken jefferson over aj brown michael thomas uh yeah those are the receivers i would have taken them over here
1: okay kyle you're on the clock buddy what are you feeling uh
0: well i'm not super excited about any of the running backs here so i'm actually gonna drop down and grab uh 10 seconds best receiver left there and grab go. alan robinson Love it. Well, this is kind of inadvertently turned into a zero RB draft (laughs) for me, but I feel really good about those top three picks. So,
1: well, I think what's I think you hit the nail on the head with your uh, verbiage there Um, inadvertently because you didn't come into it necessarily thinking or planning to go zero RB, but Seven running backs go, and then you have Tyreek Hill, which is a great pick. You want that early tight end, so you go with Kittle. And then now a lot of the running backs have already gone, so you might as well wait till the third, fourth, or fourth, fifth round, excuse me. Um, so why not take a stud, you know, another number one wide receiver who I think Allen Robinson, who's always, you know, he's top 10, top 12 anyway, with no quarterback. If Justin Fields can, you know, turn it up the way that we think he could, he might be able to, um, you know, be like wide receiver six, seven. Uh, which he is anyway, but he could be top five as well. He should have 150 targets and everything else. So I think that's a great pick.
0: Yeah, it was between Robinson and McLaurin for me there. And it was it was close. I think if it was Dynasty. I probably would have gone McLaurin instead, but mm-hmm. uh, big Robinson fan. So. I think that's a great call.
1: All right, so I went to Keenan Allen Mahomes, CEH, DeAndre Swift went off the board, Michael Thomas as well. Jordan went with Justin Jefferson. Kyle went with Allen Robinson. Terry McLaurin went right after you there, so I think the commission crew is thinking the same thing. Mike Evans, Josh Allen go off the board as well. Curly's got two picks, and we're back around here. So let's look at our strategies really quick. I'm looking at a tight end between now and seventh round maybe. That's what I would call the middle of the draft. And Jordan, mm-hmm. you're, prob- you're probably not looking for a tight end until I'd say even – Probably the ninth round earliest, and that's not even late necessarily for this. For purposes of this mock draft, we're only doing 12 rounds to save time. In a normal home league, you're gonna have 15, 16, 17 rounds depending on your bench. So, in a normal circumstance, late drafting is probably like 12th round plus. For purposes of our draft, it's probably nine plus. Um, and I'm gonna go between about four and seven just to see some of those names. So, that's kind of where we're at. Julio Jones goes, um, Josh Jacobs goes, and we're back around starting the fourth round before we get to you Kyle and Jordan coming up again uh Kyle really quickly how do you feel about your squad uh and Jordan same way for you
0: well I I mean like I said I'm really happy with my first three picks with Hill Robinson and Kittle and now I'm seeing all I was actually kind of leaning this way anyways coming up on my next pick looking maybe what's left at quarterback and receiver all still Mm -hmm. but Then you see all these running backs just keep going. Jacobs, Carson, Montgomery. So I'm definitely not going to be looking running back here coming up. There you go. Nothing left.
1: (laughs) I agree. I agree. You're going to be back on the clock here in a second. Before you jump on, Jordan, how do you feel about your squad, Henry, Mixon, Jefferson?
2: Yeah, seeing how quickly these running backs have have gone off, I think after that that Montgomery pick, there is that big drop off. Uh, Even as a Birds fan, I'm not a huge fan of Sanders. So I'm glad that I went with those two running backs early uh and then you know throwing in the fact that Jefferson fell to me at my you know mid third round pick I'm um, mm-hmm. pretty happy
1: with how this draft's gone so far excellent i agree i like both your teams a lot kyle you're back on the clock man what yeah are you uh
0: i think i'm going to grab kyler murray here actually it's a good pick um generally i don't i don't feel like he's generally going to be there this late there's been a couple quarterbacks go and usually you see like murray jackson they go real quick after Mahomes and Allen but since he fell just a little bit after them running back someone go ahead and grab him up
1: take the value man right and you have the huge rushing floor for for Kyler Murray and he now which I think is interesting is he now is what Lamar Jackson was last year
0: Mm -hmm. you know
1: Lamar Jackson was arguably the number one quarterback off the board and now you have you know Mahomes and Allen who I think are maybe the bona fide ones and twos although Kyler Murray goes number two sometimes
0: he does as,
1: as, as well there all right, I am going to be on in just a second, so I'm going to uh, start paying attention to my slot. Jordan, you just uh, yep. went with a uh, another wide receiver here. Who did you have? And then we'll get to my pick.
2: Yeah, so I went with Cooper Cup. Uh, the options here uh, that were left for me, I, uh, I saw Lamar was still there. Sanders, I just talked about how I don't like him here. I already have my two starting running backs as well. Um which really left me looking at receiver. Uh, I am going late tight end on purpose, but even with Pitts and Andrews, I don't like either of them here in the mid fourth. Um, So I was going wide receiver. My top options were like Godwin, DJ Moore, Cooper cup, Robert Woods. Um, And out of those, I like cup situation the most with Stafford coming in there. Uh, I think he has more touchdown upside than, than Robert Woods.
1: I like it. All right. So I'm in the fourth round here. I'm thinking Hawkinson and Goddard might fall to the sixth, but I would rather personally have Mark Andrews. He'll probably fall to the fifth round as well, but I'm just going to make sure that I get him. And then I think I might even go quarterback early and uh, try to break the mold here on early quarterback and early tight end and see what my uh, team looks like. So I have Dalvin Cook, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, and Mark Andrews. And uh, CD Lamb went after me. Lucas is back on the clock. Chris Godwin, good picks there. And I'm gonna look at the wide receivers. Um, I love Robert Woods for sure. Uh, Jamar Chase. There's a lot of other great wide receivers. However, because it's a mock draft and we're having some fun, and I'm down for science. Um, <laughs> let's see: Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson. I have a tough. I love Russell Wilson, but I have a tough time drafting him for some reason. It, like it never feels. Me like too. the right guy to pick. And then at the end of the year, he's like QB six or whatever. But um, I think I'm going to go with, uh, let's see, Lamar went right. Yeah. Um, I have Keenan Allen. Let's go with Herbie and get that stack. I went with Dak last mock draft. So it's probably a reach, probably a little early for uh, Justin Herbert, but I'm going to go with him. Make sure I uh, lock in a quality quarterback up at the top. And I'm going to just see how this team works out going early tight end, well, middle tight end ish and early quarterback, I would say there. So uh, you guys are back on the clock. Let me recap quick. Uh, in round five: Godwin, Herbert, Woods, Galladay, Miles, Sanders, Adam Thielen, and Jordan. You are up, and Kyle to follow.
2: Yeah. So again, I'm at the spot where I just love the wide receivers that are in this uh, range here in the you know third to five, six, seven rounds. Um, Normally, I'm I'm actually not a big fan of Lockett. I was looking the other day at his uh, year last year and uh, where he compared to a wide receiver 36 weekly finish. Uh, mm-hmm. More often than not, you know, he finished as I forget what it was uh, last year. He's obviously a pretty good overall finish as a wide receiver, but on a week to week basis, he actually probably hurt your lineup. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, underproducing at that wide receiver 36. Yep. At this point in the draft, Lockett's going to be my flex. Um, so as a flex player, you know, I'm not relying on locket to be my wide receiver one or even my wide receiver two. And so I'm fine with the, the, uh, boom bust, if you will, uh, <laughs> coming out of my, out of my flex with locket.
1: Nice. Nice. All right, Kyle, you're back on the clock, bud. Fit, uh, pick five.
0: Yeah, pick five. So I'm looking at what's left on the board here and I think I got to go ahead and grab me a running back. Um, I'm looking at two hunt and Gaskin. Uh, Hunt and that offense is gonna get quite a bit of work. Gaskins a starter, but I like I like Hunt in a PPR.
1: And we are full PPR. Yeah. So that is going to be helpful. I was surprised last year. I I took as much Nick Chubb as possible last year. I'm a huge fan uh-huh. NFL fantasy, and I will still do that. Um, but last year in my home league, I ended up picking Nick Chubb, and then I picked Kareem Hunt in the fifth round. <laughs> And I was like, you know, this is weird because it's either great or, you know, or they're going to cannibalize each other. Well, Nick Chubb went down and Kareem Hunt came in. But what was interesting is Kareem Hunt's efficiency actually went down a tick without Nick Chubb in there, you know, because now he's the featured running back. And I'm not saying Kareem Hunt can't be a featured running back, but. They didn't really utilize him that way. They still utilize him the same way without Nick Chubb, you know, mm-hmm. drawing in the defenders. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting last year that Kareem Hunt wasn't quite the—I um, don't know if you can call him a handcuff. He's just a one B. It's it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I was surprised that when Nick Chubb was out for five games, Kareem Hunt was not Nick Chubb. He was still Kareem Hunt, and he had a couple boom games. But he also unfortunately had a few games where like he just wasn't producing what you thought he was going to. So I thought that was uh, interesting last year. Okay, Kareem Hunt goes off, Dak Prescott does go, Jamar Chase, James Robinson, and Curly is back on the clock. We're going to have the sixth round here, and uh, we're about halfway halfway through the draft. Um, let's see. Okay, we're back around here. Deontay Johnson and Javante Williams. How do you guys feel really quick while we get to your picks? Uh, Jordan, we'll start with you. How do you feel about – I've done you know hundreds of mocks at this point. <laughs> I do like two or three a day on my phone quick just to knock through them. I have not seen Melvin Gordon go before Javante Williams probably since May. How do you how do you feel about that? Yeah, it
2: sounds about right. I've uh, done a lot of mocks myself. I did a couple actual you know paint league uh, drafts early uh, in this off season, and I saw maybe Melvin Gordon go ahead of Javante Williams once. And I think that the initial feeling is that you might be getting Melvin Gordon as the featured starter for. Three, maybe four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um obviously that's it's seen to be even less than that. There's you know word coming out that Javante's doing well in camp and right. maybe the the starter from week one. Um and so I think the the attraction of trying to find that next, you know, Antonio Gibson, if you will, mm-hmm. uh is what's pushing up Javante Williams ADP. Uh in mocks and, and real drafts. I haven't been picking Javante Williams. I've had him in a couple best balls, but no, no redraft.
1: Yeah, I, I agree there. Uh, Kyle, why don't you make your pick and then give us your thoughts on uh, Javonta Williams as well over Melvin Gordon?
0: Well, uh, boom bus, we actually had a guy on, a friend of ours from Denver that actually writes for, has a, he has a podcast and he writes articles for a few newspapers out there and stuff. Oh, great. But, uh, I guess he, he was basically saying Gordon's going to be your guy until he messes it up. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's kind of his position to lose at this point. So, uh for me like I prefer Melvin Gordon uh at least in the early part of the season I mean I can see Javante Williams kind of maybe ramping up his activity but he's not going to come out of the gate as the starter like a lot of people are expecting
1: I think that's a fair assessment especially with the rookie um but uh, look under under Pat Shermer both these guys could really eat and whoever is the starter is going to have a massive massive season there um Okay, so let me recap a little bit. Jordan, you just went with your pick, so hold tight. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Javante Williams, then T Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, two of my favorites, Miles Gaskin, Chase Edmonds with Kyle's pick there. So you now have your two running backs after going, you know, su- pseudo zero RB there. And I don't feel uh, it.
0: terrible about those as my starting two running backs, considering who I got, you know, at the beginning of the draft. So.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. And of course you can just, you know, kind of stockpile moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jordan, you continue to pound wide receiver. Who'd you go with, uh, with your sixth pick?
2: Yeah, I went with Cortland Sutton, uh, obviously coming off the ACL tear, um, but uh, did have a, a great season prior to that ACL tear. Um, he's going to be at this point on my bench uh, or, you know, possibly rotating in and out of that flex with Tyler Lockett. And I think he does have a, a top 12, if not even, uh, uh, if not top 12, top 24 upside uh, this year. And so happy to have him as my wide receiver for.
0: Yeah, okay. uh, I like Sutton a lot.
2: What's really yeah. interesting is I noticed Hawkinson was also still, well, he goes off the board now. I yeah. almost took um, him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Double tight end. I love it. I've I think, been
0: able to do that. So is my brother.
2: <laughs> I think it would have been, uh, you know, in a real draft, Hawkinson in the middle of the sixth uh i think Kyle, you mentioned you had him as your tight end for i also do i think he's right at that top tier or the top guy after the the top three um and so i think i i probably would have gone hawkinson in a normal draft in the middle of the sixth there
1: uh let's see jordan i have 25 seconds 15 second scouting report on Devontae williams I, or Devontae smith should i go with him here
2: I was actually between him and Cortland Sutton as well. I think Cortland Sutton yeah. has a little bit of a, of a higher upside, but I do love Devontae Smith. He's, I think, going to be Hertz's top target this year. Um, although now there's all
1: the uh, – You mean Deshaun Watson's just, top target? I was about, I was about to say there, there's now
2: all this uh, Eagles-eyeing Deshaun <laughs> Watson talk. I'm not, I'm not liking that.
1: Well, we uh, – I, I, I pride myself on the show of – bringing the knowledge when the knowledge has been brought in, if that makes sense. I don't, uh, I don't, um, we don't speculate a lot on the show. There's always rumors. Everyone knows the rumors. We all hear the same shit. Uh, I'm not, I'm not here to, to discuss that stuff yet. First of all, we need to make sure that Deshaun Watson's uh, a decent human being. We need to check that box first. Then we can talk about football. I am going to go to uh, Devonta Smith there. And I've got another one here. Chase Claypool and Tyler Boyd go off, which is a bummer because I love both of those guys. Juju, Chark, Waddle, Cooks, Chanel. Okay, so all these guys, I'm done there. Um, Now, I'm at this point where I'm almost having to pick Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Raheem Mostert, Kenyon Drake. I'm not crazy about all these guys, but um, I'm going to go with who I think could be a weekly game breaker when healthy, and I know that's a big if, but I'm going to stick in town here, and I'm going to go with my man Heem. Raheem Mostert here in the seventh round while he's healthy, he's going to get the work. Um, I heard a great uh, podcast episode way early in the summer. I think it was even, let's see, I think it was about mm, late April or so. It was either before or right after the draft, but Kyle Juszczyk was on the fantasy footballers podcast and he was talking about how much the team was disappointed that Raheem Mostert got hurt and they plan on really featuring him again this year while they can. And unfortunately for him, Although he just kind of came on the scene recently to us, he's been in the league for a good six years. So he may, uh, this might be his last hurrah as a uh, bona fide starter. So I like that. They're in my position. Heem, Mike Davis, uh, which could have been a great pick there as well. Juju Schuster, Melvin Gordon, Brandon Cooks, and Jordan, you're back up and Kyle to follow.
2: Yeah, so here's where I'm I'm not loving my options now.
0: It's um, <laughs> really scarce out here.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, looking at just ADP rankings that are in sleeper, Leonard Fournette, DJ Chark, uh, I'm locked out of Noah Fant or Dallas Goddard. Maybe i take Goddard here normally. Um, God, these are brutal. Uh, so I'll go ahead and I'll take Rodgers. Um, normally I wouldn't go this, this high with a QB, but the other options that were there at the other positions just weren't uh, enticing to me. I think if, uh, obviously the questions of whether or not Rogers even plays is out there, but if he does, uh, I'm getting extreme value here, taking him in the middle of the sevens.
1: I like it. I like it. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to hold steady. I do think he comes back. Um, just general body language, uh, and the lack of news I think is a uh, big now he might move at the trade deadline, but I think he does start as a Packer there. All right, Kyle, you're up, buddy. What are you
0: feeling? I uh, went ahead and grabbed Goddard. Uh, went ahead and decided to do what I started to do last round with Hawkinson and just go ahead and grab that second tight end. Um, if you get one that's decent enough, that's not a bad flex compared to, uh, like Jordan was saying, what's left at other positions here on the board. I mean, it's not super exciting. So, go ahead and grab him. You've got – I mean, worst case scenario, you got a little trade bait, right? So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for someone waiting, maybe uh, really late for a tight end.
1: Yeah, so.
0: I I agree. And the the double the
1: double tight end strategy um, seems it, it feels icky when you're in a draft.
0: It feels uh, greedy, doesn't it? Like just it,
1: it does. But it, <laughs> I'm it, holding also, all the
0: tight ends over here. I'm just.
1: <laughs> but also, you gotta you know look at your team really quick here while we come around the bend. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Allen Robinson as your wide receivers. George Kittle as your you know, your stud, uh, your automatic play every week, but he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Now, if you yeah. had Darren Waller and took Goddard, I, I think that would have been extra greedy. But you have like a weird <laughs> still would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. You have a you have like a weird tight end handcuff situation here where and look, like you're not picking some Schmo. I mean Dallas Goddard in the seventh round is falling, right. but assuming Zach Ertz leaves, you know, Dallas Goddard's already put up a top 10 season as a backup. You know, I mean, if he gets the work we think he's going to get, he could definitely finish top five. And if Kittle stays healthy, he will as well. You know, now we're talking like, you know, a top 15 wide receiver, if you think of it that way in fantasy points. And that's kind of a cheat code. I do like the strategy with the right players. Let me recap the last couple of picks. And then Kyle and Jordan, you're back on the clock here. Uh, Chark went right after you to the commish crew. Then Will Fuller, Ronald Jones, LaVisca Chenault. Trey sermon who I was hoping would fall one more round for me so I could double up on my Niners. I try to do that in every draft. If I take him, I take sermon right after that, just to pair him up. Jalen Waddle and Damian Harris of the Patriots as well. Commission's back on the clock. And then Kyle and Jordan, you're up here too. So Jordan, you're probably for, for, you know, again, sake of uh, this practice on the podcast with the tight end draft strategy, you're about a round or two away from considering tight end here. Um, in my opinion, you're stacked at running back with just Henry and Mixon and you're stacked. Oh. Wide receivers, you're loaded as well. Jefferson, Cup, Lockett, Sutton, all those guys are arguably the number one for their team, could all be you know, high-end uh, wide receiver twos at worst. And, of course, if Rodgers plays, you could be talking you know, top five quarterback in the league as well. So you're pretty dialed up. Kyle, you have two tight ends, as we talked about. You do have only two running backs and two wide receivers as well. You need to start gathering some depth. What do you feel here?
0: Well, I really wanted Michael Carter, but <laughs> oh man, sniped, sniped. sniped me, man. Um, so, I guess I'm gonna switch back over to receiver, and he's down a little bit in uh, sleepers' a little ADP here, but I want me some Antonio Brown. Love it, and man, he is.
1: Uh, I don't. I don't hate the pick at all, um, especially in your situation. You need to find studs and if anything happens to godwin and and, i mean he might be the number one anyway tom brady loves this guy so we'll see we'll see what happens over a full season but uh, you know antonio brown is the the diamond in the (laughs) the late round rough but his adp is skyrocketing now that everybody realizes that he's actually going to play um again here's the home leagues come back into play so good pick there jordan you're back on the clock man what are you feeling
2: yeah, uh, again, I'm I'm still hating every position except for wide receiver at this point. Um, I, I know I have a lot of depth here, so this is probably going to be my last wide receiver pick. And then I'll, I'll wait until the later uh, running backs and obviously my tight end. I'm waiting until uh, later as well. Uh, so I'm going to take Robbie Anderson. Similar to Antonio Brown, he's a little far down in sleepers ADP chart. Um but I think with Darnold coming in, uh, I mean, let's look at where DJ Moore went in this draft. Where did he, where was he taken? Uh,
1: let's see here. Uh, fifth, four, fourth, fourth, fourth round by Leposcope.
2: Fourth round. Yeah. So four rounds later, you're getting uh, Robbie Anderson, who, uh, I mean, I personally think uh, comparing the stats side by side wasn't, shouldn't be that far of a, of a discrepancy between those two be- coming off the board.
1: No, I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, I'm on the clock here, and let's see. I mean, if you're watching YouTube, you can see my screen because I'm sharing it, so you can see me aimlessly scrolling here. Uh, I know it's not a popular pick, man, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep a little a little faith in my boy James Connor. Mm. Um, first of all, I'm not a hundred percent sure, and Kyle would probably disagree, as he drafted Edmonds two rounds ago. I'm not a hundred percent sure that Connor's not the starter at least short short yardage inside the red zone i i broke down the cardinals james connor jace chase edmonds like three different times on this podcast but the long story short is Kenyon drake dominated inside the red zone still scored 10 touchdowns last year chase edmonds had one red zone carry um and i just don't count on him doing it so i do think the cardinals score a lot and james connor can be that guy Okay, I have until he, uh, until he gets
0: hurt, and then it's all Edmonds the rest of the season. Yeah, right? t-
1: totally, <laughs> totally. And, and I have look, I have risky running backs, but I also have Dalvin Cook. And assuming he stays healthy, yeah. I'm not really worried about my RB2 anyway. And no right. certain Connor should be dominant while they can. Now, um, I'm going to stick here in San Francisco, and I'm going to go with Debo Samuel. I'm not crazy about Debo. And actually, uh, Kyle, I think it was you and I last podcast when we did the running back strategy. Yeah. I picked Brandon Ayuk because I went zero RB for like seven rounds or something ridiculous, yeah. and I loved my team. But I went with Ayuk, and I have gushed over Ayuk over Debo. I I, I believe that, but Debo Samuel in the ninth round, in my opinion, is is a, a steal. Um, if he stays healthy, he should be a wide receiver too. And with my uh, with my other guys of uh, Devontae Smith, who who should at least get loaded with targets, and Keenan Allen and Calvin Ridley, who should you know at least be top. 10 wide receivers feel pretty good about that squad okay jordan and kyle you're back up and we only have a couple more picks here
2: yeah so i mean here's where i can start looking at tight ends uh in this late tight end strategy i was hoping fant kind of came around to this ninth i would have loved Fant in the ninth uh i don't so much love you know the other tight end options here Gasicki, gronkowski Tunyon, or smith i don't have much of a differentiation between all of them uh and so happy to wait and see who comes back to the 10th Because I do have the question with Rodgers, I normally wouldn't draft two quarterbacks. Uh, But just in case uh, Rodgers doesn't play, I'm going to take Brady uh, so I don't get stuck with with an empty slot there. Um, And I think Brady, compared to the other um, quarterbacks that were left, I mean, I got him after Trevor Lawrence. I got him after Joe Burrow. Um, Happy to have a guy who I think could be a top five quarterback this year. Played, I mean, was what? The top? He's the top five last year with a torn MCL, apparently.
1: Well, Andy um, so doesn't. Andy doesn't run, which is almost like right. the cheat code in fantasy, as we know. But he doesn't run, and he's still putting up those numbers. Um, yep. Yeah, phenomenal. Uh, Kyle, you got about well twenty seconds on our clock, but take your time and uh, letting us know your next pick here.
0: Yeah, I went ahead and went with uh, Bateman there.
1: I so almost I, did that as
0: well over Debo. I almost I did took, it as well. Yeah, I took him last week when uh, we did that other mock too. I think he's got pretty good potential in that offense there. And I think they drafted him with the intention of using him quite a bit. So I agree, you know, as my what number four receiver, like I feel pretty good about him right there.
1: As a, and uh, Kyle will go with you first. And then Jordan, I want to hear your reply too. Just head to head 2021. Who do you think has more, uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter in in Baltimore because PPR doesn't really matter uh, with the Ravens, but in any format, um, who do you think ultimately has the most fantasy points at the end of the season? Rashad Bateman or, um, Marquis, um, uh, am I forgetting his name? Marquis, uh, Marquise Brown. Hollywood Brown, Hollywood <laughs> Brown. I, you know, what's crazy, dude. I just had Marquis Goodwin in my head and I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, overload. Well, Sorry. I'm, a,
0: I'm a, I'm a sooner fan. So I, that's not an, oh, there you go. Me. There you go. And so- look, I, I, I gotta say
1: quick, quick digression. Uh, I'm a fantasy nerd. I root for these guys for fantasy, blah, blah, blah. But there's certain players that you root for as like human beings and individuals. Totally. If, if nobody knows, if you don't know Marquise Goodwin and his wife's story um, with losing a few kids and childbirth, and they're both literally Olympic qualifying athletes and what he's been able to do on and off the field. Like he's just one of my favorite humans in the game of football, uh, always rooting for him. Anyway, I digress. Sorry, Marquise Goodwin. Uh, so, Hollywood Brown and uh, Rashad Bateman. Um, Kyle, we'll start with you. Which one do you think has the most fantasy points at the end of 2021?
0: Uh, I think it's going to be Bateman, honestly. uh, Like I say, they drafted him with the intention of using him that way. And, you know, Lamar Jackson's thinking shiny new toy. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think his style and the way Brown plays necessarily matched up. And so, there just wasn't that connection there. So, maybe they bring Bateman in and – He's a true number one guy that he can lean on. So I think that's that's probably how it'll go. I like it. Jordan,
1: how about you?
2: Yeah, I think that it'll be Hollywood. Um, I just think, I mean, Bateman, I don't know. Lamar's not going to throw a lot. Um, he never does. The Ravens offense never does. They're like one of, I think, two offenses last year that ran over 50% of their plays. Um, and so I think I'll, in terms of fantasy points, like you said, PPR doesn't matter with the Ravens offense. Uh, and I think I'll take the, the deep shot of Hollywood Brown uh, having more of those people, the fantasy points at the end of the year.
1: I like it. I like it. Commission's back on the clock here. And then Kyle and Jordan back to back. We have three picks left each, gentlemen. Um, Kyle, why don't you take us through – what You're thinking again, I'm, I'm we don't need to keep rolling through it verbally, but I'm going to just bring up your roster here on the screen for the YouTubers can see and podcasters. We will um recap of our rosters, of course, at the end. Uh, but you're on the clock, man. What are you feeling here? Basically, you have four wide receivers, two tight ends, quarterback, and just two running backs.
0: Well, we got two running backs, so I got to go running back here, and <laughs> there's nothing exciting. Uh, kind of down between Singletary and Jamal Williams are the two I'm kind of looking at. Um I don't even know. I I guess I'm gonna go singletary. Oops, I clicked the wrong button. I clicked him instead of the plus sign. Uh so yeah, yeah I'm gonna grab Singletary. I mean, a lot of buzz around Zach Moss this offseason he'll get more work, but Singletary's not gonna be cut out. Uh so it's my number three and a flex guy. He he might give me eight to ten points, you know. I like it down or something in there, you never yep.
1: know, and he has the talent. It's just Josh Allen is the goal line back and Zach Moss is there too. And they just, you know, but we'll see because they couldn't get past the chiefs um, last year because they couldn't run the ball. So we'll see what happens uh, this season with the running backs there. All right, Jordan, you're up.
2: And I'm actually going to, going to go with the other one that Kyle was thinking of uh, Jamal Williams. Uh, so Jamal Williams being my third running back, I, uh, I have no idea how he's going to be used. Obviously there's a lot of talk of him being the A-back, splitting time with DeAndre Swift. Obviously DeAndre Swift I think has is the better talent. Um, but because Jamal Williams is my third running back, if he's not used the way that I think or, you know, it's being said that he's going to be used by week two, week three, I can cut him, drop him, uh, pick up someone else off the waiver wire. Um, mm-hmm. If he does end up being in a in a full-time share um, – at least I have someone who on a bye week in a pinch, I could uh, put him into my RB two slot, and he's not going to, not going to give me a, a zero that, you know, AJ Dillon might.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's it. That's not, that's not a bad call. Oh, Higby goes. Is that your guy?
2: Yeah. That, that little running back run right there is <laughs> not what I was looking for.
1: <laughs> oh, the tight end, tight end run. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Not running back. The tight end yeah. run. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm back up here. Um, I'm kind of, I'm pretty balanced roster wise, so I can go running back, wide receiver, Uh, Marcus Brown, Corey Davis. I do like Michael Pittman a lot. I think I'm going to stick with my. um, It's not the, it's not the smartest in redraft though. To super stack, Um, although you know what. I'm reminded of the great 50 Cent who once said, get rich or die trying. So <laughs> I'll, I'm I'm going to go with Mike Williams here and uh, take the upside of what I think is going to be an explosive offense in year two with my boy Herbie. I've got Keenan Allen. I take Mike Williams as well. And then um, looking at wider, or running backs here uh, for a last pick potentially. Or look, let's look at the tight ends. I don't want to snipe Jordan too bad, but is there anybody that <laughs> – would be great to have (laughs) these guys are all flyers so jordan take your pick um now if this is a real draft i'm not going to do it here because i think it's dumb and it's going to throw off the algorithm for everybody else if this is a real draft and deshaun watson was still in the 11th round i'm drafting him um Mm -hmm. but i'm not going to do that because i think that that's whatever um jordan thumbs up or thumbs down on kenny gainwell
2: uh i mean the eagles seem to be wanting to move towards a running back by committee they brought in a ton of guys drafted Gainwell. well i just i don't see it actually playing out and happening that way um i think with a healthy o-line with hertz at quarterback i think uh miles sanders will be efficient he'll be okay um and i i don't see them actually going with a running back by committee
1: Fair enough. I'm going to take the other PPR running back who is not going to be the same. J.D. McKissick will not be the same this year. Alex Smith dumps down to running backs more than nearly everybody in the NFL, but he still should have that wide receiver. I mean, he is a wide receiver playing running back position. I love Antonio Gibson, but they're still going to dump it off to him in a a PPR league deep 11th round. Uh, I'll take a flyer um, on J.D. McKissick. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to recap a couple picks and then Jordan and Kyle, you guys are back up. So you mentioned, Jordan, you went Jamal Williams. Matt Stafford went after you. And then we did have a tight end run. Mike Kosicki, Rob Gronkowski, and Tyler Higbee. I like Tyler Higbee a lot as my late round tight end. I went with Mike Williams. Darrell Henderson goes off that. My boy Trey Lance goes later. Again, a real draft. I might take Trey Lance at the 11th round just as my backup in case. I went with J.D. McKissick. And then Deshaun Watson did go by Lepiscopo. Marquise Brown, Corey Davis, Tony Pollard. And then, Jordan, you're back on the clock here. And, again, we're in the 11th, 12th round. We're only doing 12 rounds, so you have two rounds left to pick a tight end. Uh, are you going to do it here? And if so, who? I am,
2: uh, and I went with Irv Smith, uh, Minnesota Vikings tight end. Um, Rudolph being uh, no longer there, it's, it's Irv Smith's role, obviously, now. Um, like I mentioned earlier, my reasoning for picking Justin Jefferson is that I don't think Adam Thielen repeats the uh, t- touchdown efficiency that he had last year. Um, I see those touchdowns probably going to other people. And the fact is that it it could very well be Irv Smith. Uh, Kyle Rudolph was highly targeted in the red zone. And now Mm -hmm. that he's gone, I see those targets going to Irv Smith, as well as some of those Adam Thielen targets as well. Um, And with a late round tight end, you're looking for one of two things, right? You're either looking for in a PPR league, someone who's going to get a lot of targets is probably the number two receiving option in that team. Um, or you're looking for someone with touchdown upside. And I think Irv Smith is um, mostly the the
1: touchdown upside. I like it. And incredibly athletic, as we know. And uh, we'll see if he can get that, you know, that tight end one opportunity. Uh, but again, Adam Thielen is the red zone guy. Dalvin Cook is the red zone guy. And of course, the emergence of Justin Jefferson. So hopefully that'll work out. But I do like the upside pick here late. Kyle, you're back on the clock, man. Two picks left. What are you feeling?
0: Yeah, I went ahead and grab Pittman here. Uh... You're looking at running backs. There's none. Um, So, go ahead and grab another flex receiver. I mean, if him and Wentz click, he could be a stud number one receiver for Indy. So, in in the last mock, I grabbed uh, Paris Campbell because Pittman went, I think, a couple rounds earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. So, they both have a pretty good shot to click, and that offense is high producers. So, um I took Pittman with the hope that he's the one that, that does. I like it, man.
1: It's a good upside pick again, and I do think he will eventually be the number one uh for Carson Wentz. Let's hope Carson Wentz can bounce back. All right, on the turn here, heading into the final draft, uh, Marquise, or, excuse me, God, Meikle Hardman. Good one, right? Marquise Goodwin. Mar- Mar- Marquise Marquise, Goodwin <laughs> goes off the board again for the four, fourth time in this draft. Meikle Hardman. My boy, Marvin Jones. I've loved Marvin Jones for years, and he's always in the 11th round. He's going to finish as a probably a wide receiver, two in Jacksonville. Love that. Adam Troutman. Now, that is probably my late-round tight end. If I'm in the 12th, 15th round, I don't have a tight end yet. He's pretty much always available. Adam Troutman's going to be the guy. He's going to be bona fide, and I've read a couple reports on him recently. Uh, he's doing well in New Orleans with both quarterbacks. They love him there. I think he's going to have a big step in year two. Justin Fields goes off. Darnell Mooney, so that Bears stack Rondale Moore and Hunter Henry, another decent option. There's another, uh, let me make sure my notes are correct. There's another yeah, Patriots tight end. Yeah. Yeah. There's another yeah. Patriots tight end who might, uh, I think he might actually be the number one. Who so that's interesting. I so definitely
0: prefer, I definitely prefer Johnny Smith to Hunter Henry. I do too. You As do would too. I. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: okay. Speaking of piggybacking off of that Troutman, I was actually hoping he kind of fell again. I was oh, going to take up? him again in the 12th. Yeah. Um, I don't think you know. In a normal draft with more rounds, I don't think I'd double up with an early on tight end. But uh, for the purposes of rock- roster construction within this uh, mock draft, I was hoping to have Charman. I think he's more of that number two receiving option. And in- well, yep. I mean, there's as Camara as well. Yeah. But uh, in terms of not out of the backfield, uh, number two option there for for whoever's at, at quarterback in, the,
1: in yeah. the Saints offense. I agree. Hunter Henry goes off before Jonathan Smith. Devontae Parker went to the commish crew. Kyle, you're back on the clock for your last pick.
0: Yeah, I grabbed him on Ross St. Brown. Nice uh, nice Detroit. Um, when I'm looking at what's left like at receiver, I, I feel like he has the most upside for target potential. Uh, if him and Goff click, you know, during camp, there could be a lot of volume coming his way early. So I li- I like St. Brown.
1: I'm – my uh, – and it's not even a concern. I, I'm just – I'm curious with um, – I'm on Ross St. Brown. First of all, he's super talented. Secondly, he will get the work. It just comes down to, like, how are they going to use him? He's not really a bona fide outside guy. He's more maybe a slot. But yeah. are they going to actually use him that way? Um I hope and, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do too. And, and mainly because, you know, Jared Goff is – is that dude. I mean, he's, he's all about the slot receivers. So um, that would be it. Okay. I'm looking here. My last pick Uh just because in the, uh, in the spirit of um, in the spirit of tight end draft, John o. Smith is still available. I love John o. Smith, but I'm going to just throw out another one of my deeper picks because I want people to know about him and not forget about him. My Mm -hmm. man, Cole Komet of the Bears, I know Jimmy Graham is still there. First of all, Jimmy Graham is um, way past his prime. Still very effective in the red zone, so he's going to get work. However, I think Cole Komet takes over eventually, and Cole Komet is the long-term option there. And he was quite efficient on limited work last year, so um, he's going to be my backup. Although I do also love Jonu Smith um, there too, but uh, I'm just going to take Cole Komet late just to kind of put some – Put some shouts on his name. Okay, Lucas has the last pick, but the draft is over, gentlemen. So, per usual, let's just take maybe a minute or two, and we'll get out of here um, going with the draft board. Let me – there we go. Make it a little bit bigger here for the the folks at home. Okay, so, uh, Kyle, why don't we start with you, man? And, again, uh, why don't you blast through your roster, just pick by pick, and then you know the drill. Give me, uh, give me the pick that you were most – excited and surprised as he fall to you at that you know particular draft position, and then uh, maybe a pick that, in hindsight, maybe you would have gone another direction.
0: All right, so we started out with uh, Tyreek Hill, George Kittle, Allen Robinson, uh, Kyler Murray, Kareem Hunt, Chase Edmonds, Dallas Goddard, uh, Antonio Brown, Rashad Bateman, Devin Singletary, Michael Pittman, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, we kind of talked about this during the draft. I think the one I surprised fell was Murray went a little bit further after Mahomes and Allen than he typically does. So I just felt like I needed to go ahead and grab him. Um, another one that fell might've been Goddard. I've, you know, uh, after Hawkinson went, he typically goes sooner, I think. But if I had one that I regret, hmm. It's kind of tough because you don't have. Yeah, I don't really you know, have who, any that I regret. Maybe going with Jamal Williams instead of Singletary. I I would agree with that. I would take Jamal Williams over Singletary as well. But I basically, you know, flip a coin <laughs> at yep. that point between those two. But solid squad, man, and it worked out. You went kind of
1: like. You know, unintentionally zero RB for a little bit, but I think you got some high upside pass catching running backs in a PPR format. And if the starter goes down, uh, potentially some workhorses. So good work there, Jordan. How about you, man? Running us through your roster, somebody that uh, you were excited to see fall to you at that value, and maybe somebody that you uh, would have uh, thrown back in the pool if if you were to do it again.
2: Yeah, actually. So started out my draft with two RBs: Derek Henry and Joe Mixon. Then moved on to uh, what seemed like a long string of wide receivers with Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, and Cortland Sutton. Took the risk on Rodgers coming back in the seventh round. Uh, Took Robbie Anderson in the eighth. Tom Brady in the ninth, in case Rodgers doesn't. Uh, Then Jamal Williams in the tenth. Irv Smith in the eleventh for my late tight end strategy. And then uh, Henry Ruggs in the twelfth the most surprising uh, value to me in this one was Justin Jefferson in that mid third. We talked about it earlier as I you know, made the pick, I was surprised he was that far. I mean, I'm trying to count now. I had got him as the wide receiver 10. He was the 10th <laughs> wide receiver off the board and uh, I think that's great. Great value was surprised to get him there. Um, for the one that I think I'd, I'd throw back and uh, do over again is I don't really love my my running back depth I only have three and I know it's a shortened draft and I could get more later um, but what was tough for me is that I didn't have anyone that I loved in the middle of that round so when I took Cup I preferred him way over uh, way more over ETN or Miles Sanders in the fifth I preferred Lockett um, over any of the running backs there um, I mean none of them fell to me in the seventh before that Rodgers pick maybe i throw out Robbie Anderson and instead go with someone like Zach Moss, um, Mm -hmm. out of Buffalo. I think that's, that's probably the running back. I would have gone with in that tier. I was hoping that, um, Michael Carter fell to me there, but he didn't. So it was just tough getting sniped on those, those late round running backs and ended up with Jamal Williams, who I'm I'm not super stoked about.
1: Fair enough. I I do like your, um, I do like your squad. I'm not a huge fan of, uh, Zach Moss. Let me see. I'm stuck on. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Zach Moss overall, but with your team makeup, you do need a little bit more uh, running back depth and actually doing the math here quickly. You guys both have only three running backs. Now, obviously we're only 12 rounds in. So obviously with the strategies and how you guys went about it in the 13, 14, 15, 16, (laughs) you're probably picking running backs the rest of the draft, Uh, but it didn't work out that way. I'm a little bit more balanced. Um, and I was looking through my pick and I'm not really sure which one I'm not feeling. Uh, so Dalvin cook, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen. Um, I went middle rounds, but this is like the early middle rounds because I wanted to make sure to get my guy. I like Hawkinson. I like Goddard. I like Pitts overall, but Mark Andrews is my guy in the middle there. So I went, went Mark Andrews to make sure not to miss on him because I was going to be going 24 picks until my next one uh, or 23, whatever it is. Uh, so Mark Andrews, I probably reached on Herbert just because there's so many quarterbacks. It's early, but I picked Dak last time. I don't want Wilson. I don't want Rodgers yet. Um, so I wanted a, a bona fide stud. I believe in the Chargers and Herbert, of course. I like the stack with Allen. So uh, Justin Herbert there. Devonta Smith, Raheem Mostert, James Connor, Debo Samuel, Mike Williams, Jeannie McKissick, and Cole Komet. Um, I guess my favorite pick of the draft is probably going to be Debo Samuel falling in the ninth round. I do like Brandon Ayuk better than uh, Debo Samuel for fantasy, but I think Debo Samuel will perform with Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think he will get the upgrade like everybody else with Trey Lance, whereas Brandon Ayuk will perform because he's a beast, but I think he is going to get a huge uptick with Trey Lance, not necessarily Jimmy Garoppolo off the bat. So as we go into the season, Jimmy is the starter. I think Debo is a nice value there in the ninth round. And the one I might throw back, I don't dislike Devonta Smith at all, but – um Looking at some players that went after him, I like Chase Claypool a lot. I would have picked him on that turn in the seventh. I like Tyler Boyd a lot, even as maybe the number three at this point in Cincinnati. I might have gone with him as well. Um, Brandon Cooks, I think, is a good flyer. Antonio Brown would have been rich in the sixth round, obviously, but I even like him over Devontae Smith now that I think about it. I like the uh, volume there, but a rookie wide receiver, we'll see what happens with Hertz. And if Deshaun Watson comes in, it's a new quarterback, blah, blah, blah. So that one I'm a little bit shaky on. Um, and I'm not crazy about JD McKissick, but in the 11th round, uh, you know, you can do worse. So those are our squads. Uh, again, to recap, so Kyle purposely went early court, uh, early tight end, excuse me, with George Kittle in the second. Backed that up with uh, Dallas Goddard in the seventh. I went in the middle rounds. I took uh, Mark Andrews in the fourth, and I got um, a backup there in Cole Komet, who I think is going to be a starter midway through the season at uh, 12th round and then Jordan went late round tight end and went Irv Smith and I you know if we had one more round here you probably go John o. Smith as well and uh, have two high upside um, tight ends there so overall feeling pretty good about this draft I pretty appreciate you guys both joining for today's mock draft and uh, we'll get into more of these um, shouts out again to Kyle of Boom Bust and Jordan Della Valley jumping back on to, uh, do another mock draft. I appreciate you guys a lot. And, um, we will get back into a, another mock drafts here shortly. Make sure you stay tuned for the rest of the week. Bobby, the Marco is going to be back with us. We have some special guests coming on this week as well, as we continue to break down our divisions and team previews before we get out of here, Kyle, I'll start with you, man. Any final thoughts here on this, uh, draft strategy and your mock draft or this overall draft, um, that you picked i know you're an early tight end guy in general and you've talked about that quite a bit but any final thoughts before we get out of here
0: uh yeah i mean i've always been a early tight end guy and uh, i think it worked out pretty well this time um honestly so i appreciate you having me back on man i had a good time
1: yeah man always a pleasure you're always welcome we'll get broski on here soon as well jordan how about you man final recap
2: yeah, I mean, I I love the team. I think the one thing that I uh, am a little wary on is that running back depth. But uh, you know, full full uh, redraft draft with more later rounds. Maybe I take a uh, Samaj P. Ryan in case Mixon gets hurt, uh, Darrington Evans in case Henry gets hurt. I I don't like the handcuffs there, uh, but given that um, I don't have much depth, it might be necessary to take at least one of those guys with maybe one of my last two picks just in case.
1: I like it. All right, y'all. Appreciate you sticking around for another mock draft. This is the Candles to Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, aka TCK Pod. Make sure to subscribe right here on YouTube, leave a comment, and hit the bell. Make sure to follow us on the Believe Podcast Networks. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, they have an incredible array of uh, football podcasts and sports podcasts in general on the Believe Podcast Network. We're honored to be a part of that, so go check it out. Make sure you follow us and subscribe. Leave a rate and review on our podcast. Follow me on Twitter, SkyGwasco, S-K-Y-G-U-A-S-C-O, and follow us on Instagram, Football underscore T-C-K-Pod. Once we... Uh, once again, we'll mention uh, just kind of a teaser that the Boom Bust crew has a lot of things behind the scenes going on for the industry. We're very excited to see that develop and be a part of it. We will be making those announcements as we can. And once Kyle gives us a thumbs up, we'll let you all know about it. But we're going to kind of just leave a teaser for now. Make sure to hit up my man, Jordan Della Valley at J Della Valley 7 on Twitter. And of course, Kyle Dozier as well. Hit him up on Instagram. Hit up the Boom Bus crew at Boom Bust Fantasy Football. It's been a pleasure, y'all. We'll catch you next time for Jordan Della Valley and my man Kyle Dozier. I'm your host, Sky Guasco, and we are out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe.